again and welcome in wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from. I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's Word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey. And I know that you guys are going to get a good laugh out of this one today because I'm sitting here in my office and was in the middle of working through some questions for our next small group series that begins in July. And I just absolutely cannot concentrate. Um, now, while you may think, oh man, Jed, what's, what's on your mind or what, what worldly things do you have going on where you can't concentrate? I mean, we know you got kids. Could it be that? Is it one of them? But I'll tell you, it's not. Um, we know you're married. Is it, is it you and Megan? Is it your married marriage? Do you, you know, you guys got something going on? Nope. Um, is it a situation around you that's distracting you? Is it moving you to a place of not being able to concentrate? Nope. Um, so don't laugh too hard here because it's a house fly. <laughs> this fly has been in my office for two days now. And I got to tell you, I am fed up. I literally waged war for 15 minutes against a housefly today. And guess who won? Well, nobody. It was kind of a draw. And I eventually settled for the fly just leaving my office. And to my knowledge, I don't think he's been back. Um, I swatted at him. I chased him. But I'll tell you, I can kind of still feel him. (laughs) In my office, my back faces the door. So I'm sure he keeps flying back in to check on me, but but I think I wore him out enough to keep him out of here for a little bit. So he he does live on, and he's somewhere. And although I don't think flies live very long, I, he's alive out there somewhere in the church. But anyways, that's not the point. Uh, these these things, these house flies here in Florida are just insane this time of year. I don't know about you guys, but but these things, you know, they get into our house and they buzz around the window and they are just so annoying. They are frustrating. They drive me crazy. But the worst part about these flies is when they land somewhere close to you, like this one in my office was doing, and he starts like rubbing his hands together. I guess you call them hands. I don't really know what to call them, but... Uh, you know, and they're kind of like, yeah, I, I found something here. And it, it takes steady swatting them away and fighting and persistence and, and both to kill them dead or get them out of your space. It, it's just very frustrating. So all that to say, I'm taking a pause here from working on our next small group series to talk to you about all things houseflies. Now, For your 44 today, you may think I'm going in the direction of Exodus and the swarm of flies we can read about there in chapter 8, but but I can't. I, I don't even want to imagine 
an infinity number of flies swarming around. I just don't. Instead, what I want to talk to you about is this war that me and this housefly just had. Because honestly, I know when I go home that his brother is going to be in my house or on my porch, just waiting to pick a fight with me. And in thinking about this battle that I just had, 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 8 came to mind because, man, no matter where I am and what I'm doing, there he is, Satan, prowling around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. But, but I got to thinking, man, although a housefly is nothing compared to a lion, that lion, just like a fly, sits there annoys you, frustrates you. You can kind of feel them. Uh, they, they lick their chops ready for a meal, or in the case of a fly, rubs their hands together uh, like they do. And, and honestly, I would say because of my lack of encounters with lions, I've, I've never encountered one, I think Peter maybe should have used the fly in this verse and in this example, I'm kidding, of course, but but seriously, I got to thinking about these flies and how they just kind of hang around and hang out and they catch your eye and they buzz around. I mean, if you don't take the initiative in being persistent and waging war against them, they just keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back, licking their chops and rubbing those hands together. Now, I know... You guys know just how persistent they are, especially where there's food or there's trash. And we could say the same thing about the persistence of Satan, couldn't we? I mean, he knows how to get under my skin. He knows where to arrive. He knows at just the right time when to pounce. He knows when he's done licking his chops and when the best time is to come and wage war against me. And because he knows those things, we should take into account even more so what Peter says before he even begins talking about Satan as the roaring lion. Because he says, be sober, be alert. You see, as Christians, we need to be of the mind that this war, this battle is an all-the-time thing. It never stops. He's coming after my marriage. He's coming after my kids, my faith, my family, my integrity, my character. He's coming after all of it, all the time. And sometimes, just like the fly, it just kind of hangs around, buzzes around, checks things out, annoys me, frustrates me, trying to get me to quit, trying to get me to blow up whatever the situation is, to give in. And sometimes he comes on just as Peter describes here, a fast, a strong, a sharp-toothed lion ready to eat. But you see, Peter also says here, resist him. Stand firm in the faith. Be persistent in that. Continue to resist. Continue to stand firm in the faith because here's what he also says. You know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. 
You see, it's not just me. It's not just one or two of us. It's all of us doing battle, waging war all day, all the time, every hour of every single day, every minute, every second. It never stops. Or does it? You see, what I also want to point out is something that James writes about. In James chapter 4 and verse 7, there is this element, just like in my waging of war with the fly, where I can do the very things I need to do to get the fly gone and to have that fly flee from me. James writes in James chapter 4 and verse 7, Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You see, James, even prior to saying this, mentions these really stupid wars that we do choose to take on. He talks about these quarrels among us, and he says, don't those come from the evil desires at war within you? He says, you want what you don't have, so you scheme to get it. You're jealous of what others have, but you can't get it, so You do battle. You pick that fight. You wage war there to take it away from them. You you do battle, James says, for all the wrong things and mainly for those things that give you pleasure. Don't you realize that if you let the fly hang around, if you let it lurk about in your life, that that makes you an enemy of God? Do you want that, James says? I mean, I don't because honestly, we've got a God that can be, if you'll let him, be an all-time fly swatter for us. But what James says here next is super important because he says, humble yourselves before God. He says, submit to him and resist the devil. And then guess what will happen? Then he will flee from you. He will be gone. He leaves. He runs. And I win because I've resisted. And I win because I've submitted myself to God. But that's not all. The next verse James says is draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And you know, I mean, in my mind, if I had to sum up the entire Bible into just a few words, I I think it would be this, really just two words, and that is God wins. (laughs) And I don't know about you, but when it comes to this constant and daily waging war, I think I know who I want on my side. I want him. And I want him because I know he wins. He wins in the end. And I need to draw near to him. I need to submit myself to him. Why? Because it is in those moments that the fight against a fly, against a lion, against Satan, is in those moments that as I draw near to him, that battle gets that much more easy for me. My encouragement to you today is to to fight and to wage war. But don't go at it alone. Do it with the one who wins. The one who can send flies. The one who can remove flies. The one who can shut the mouth of a lion. The one who we know will ultimately win this war against our opponent, Satan. 
As always, I want to thank you guys so much for listening today. I love you guys. Now, go eat.